Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. I'm Jenny Fleiss, co-founder of Rent the Runway, also co-founder and CEO of Jet Black, the new personal shopping service over text message. As a woman, you are uniquely positioned to identify and solve problems that women face, and women drive over 80% of e-commerce. So that in and of itself is an opportunity. This is Secrets of Wealthy Women from the Wall Street Journal, helping women empower themselves financially. Now, Veronica Dagger. Jenny Fleiss is the co-founder of Rent the Runway, an online service that provides designer dresses and accessory rentals. Listed as one of Fortune's most powerful women entrepreneurs, she discussed at a recent UBS event how female founders can forge ahead with their business ideas. How can women know if they're entrepreneurs? So since the time I was eight years old, my favorite activity was running lemonade stands. I would scout out like the best corner and make sure I was the first child there so that no one else could take it, figure out bundled pricing. And there was just a passion I had for connecting with customers and using a wide range of skills. So thinking about, you know, how much do I price something? How do I advertise it? All the way to how does it taste and can I make that person happy? That felt so genuine and that I was making a real impact impact. And I wanted to recreate that in my career. So first of all, not everyone is an entrepreneur. And I think one thing in the world right now is like there's maybe an over-indexing towards entrepreneurs of everyone kind of wanting to try it and to kind of give their idea a whirl. And so the first thing I tell people is to test your concept with customers as soon as possible. So to figure out if you know people put their money where their mouths is. So when we started Rent the Runway, that meant buying dresses at retail and setting up shop at an undergraduate college campus to see if women would rent dresses, right? And within a few hours and with not much money spent, you can really know, like, is there something here? And observe customers and hear what they're saying and kind of create that outlet. So I think if you think you're entrepreneurial, you have ideas about the world around you, you have ideas about problems that need solving and potential solutions, you know, if that's an itch you want to scratch, get your concept out to a customer as soon as possible. What's your advice for women who want to do something different from the conventional norms? When we started Rent the Runway, entrepreneurship absolutely was not something that was a, a popular career choice. And we were fortunate um, because it was a recessionary moment. So it was 2009 when we graduated from Harvard Business School. But other industries were really struggling. And so it caused everyone to, I think, rethink what they wanted to do with their lives, but to identify new opportunities. And so often in a moment where there is a recession or key shifts and changes, it is a time to say, okay, well, this is the new opportunities. There's new ways to service customers. And so Rent the Runway came from you know us as two women who had a specific specific want and desire to wear amazing outfits. We were being photographed on social media, just like everyone is, and those photos would be shared. So suddenly your photo in, in one dress, you couldn't repeat that dress. Um, and we felt that there was a real customer need for Rent the Runway. And so organically, as we started testing with customers, there was something there. We were like, we need to do something with this. Customers were would put on a great dress and they felt like they were transformed. They could suddenly, you know, had a strut in their step and extra confidence. And that emotional connection that we saw was 
was something that we wanted to build a business around. So I'd say, you know, the concept itself, once we saw the customer reaction, like drove us to really make something into this and to become entrepreneurs. Did you deal with any opposition? So my family has always been incredibly supportive. I think, you know, maybe I take it for granted because they they have not been naysayers. I think, you know, if anything, certain other career paths that might have been too common, um, they questioned if those were a fit for me. So I worked in finance for a number of years, and that was just something that everyone did after undergraduate. I went to a liberal arts school, and that was like the job to get if you wanted to live in New York. And it clearly wasn't striking a chord with me. So I think my family was very supportive of my going back to graduate school and then exploring other more creative entrepreneurial avenues. They knew in me that I always had this entrepreneurial bug. But Jen and I also approached Rent the Runway in a very risk-averse way. So we actually raised venture capital funding right when we graduated. And so by the time we gave up the other jobs we had teed up, we already had money in the bank from Bain Capital Ventures, so a very reputable investor, um, which gave us their stamp of approval and credibility. And so we were able to get an office space and have it be you know, more of a legitimate business than just an idea and a whim that we were spending money on. And so that, I think, also helped us in our confidence, but probably helped our family be supportive as well. Is that something you suggest other entrepreneurs do? I don't think you always need to raise funding. And if you do, it doesn't mean you always have to go to a venture capitalist. Um, For Rent the Runway, we knew we needed a lot of money. And so VCs, typically, if you're looking to raise $1.5 million or more, it's a very efficient route to go is to go to a VC because you can get one check from a great partner. They've seen the playbook. They've done it before. So they can give you great guidance and advice. And Jen and I were first-time entrepreneurs, so that was very valuable to us as well. But not all businesses need as much financing and capital. Um, so if, if you're starting something where you can get by bootstrapping it for a period of months, then you won't dilute yourself as much by taking outside funding and it might behoove you to wait until the valuation and the concept are a little bit more fully baked. I heard when you first started pitching Rent the Runway to venture capitalists, some had to check with their wives. Yes, yeah, so it is true that when we started pitching venture capitalists, many would ask their wives what they thought of the concept or their assistants if they would rent dresses. Sometimes they would ask their children if they would rent um, dresses. And that was really problematic because VCs are typically men in their 50s, and they often don't have wives that need to rent dresses because they're often very well off. Um, and, you know, likewise, their assistants may. May not be in our target demo of a woman in their late 20s, early 30s who are renting outfits. So instead, we wound up showing them videos of women who were experiencing these pop-ups. So we, we did tests with customers where we rented dresses at pop-ups, and we took videos, and we even invited VCs to come in and witness those, those pop-ups themselves. Um, and you can immediately see that emotional connection and how fashion was about more than, than cost or convenience. It was really about this transformation in your, in your emotional state and the confidence that you had as a woman. What advice do you have for women who are pitching male VCs and may uh, see some opposition? For women pitching male VCs, I, I always say show, don't tell. So the example at Rent the Runway was taking videos of customers interacting with our products and interviewing our customers and having them tell, tell directly why renting a dress was meaningful and valuable and how it fit into their lives. And we would start our VC pitches with those videos. So before you could even kind of call into question why this mattered. Um, we also wore designer dresses ourselves to the VC pitches and we would stand up there as two confident women really 
really kind of displaying the effect that wearing a great designer can have on your confidence and your self-esteem. I think the other thing I would say is that as a woman, you are uniquely positioned to identify and solve problems that women face, and women drive over 80% of e-commerce. So that in and of itself is an opportunity, and I think reminding VCs of that um, is very powerful, um, let alone the fact that VCs do know that. If you look at the stats and the data, female founders are some of the most effective founders. It's some of the the safest place to put your money and most reliable way of getting a return. But it's also the way that you can unlock opportunities and ideas that a man might not see. I don't think a man could have started Rent the Runway. I don't think that sensibility around the emotional connection that uh, designer dresses have with women would have been as apparent to a man. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. You're listening to Secrets of Wealthy Women from the Wall Street Journal. At a recent UBS event for women's entrepreneurship, co-founder of Rent the Runway, Jenny Fleiss, shared how women can inspire each other to become founders. As an entrepreneur, how do you decide what feedback to ignore? Wow. Well, that is hard. I mean, I think you want to listen to a lot of it, and then you want to look for recurring themes. So, um, you know, if there's a one-off naysayer or a one-off concept or idea you don't believe in, you can't follow everyone's advice. You can't take every single thing to heart. But um, if you hear a theme that keeps coming up again and again, or that that you believe is correct, that data shows is correct, that you've heard other entrepreneurs grapple with, then there's likely something there. And I think that's like most things in life, right? You know, if I'm giving feedback to an employer or receiving feedback, feedback. If if it's a theme, then I'll bring it up. And likewise, I'll take it to heart if it's feedback. There's often nuggets in every piece of feedback that can teach you something. Um, And so I do think it's smart to open your eyes and your ears to what those might be. I heard you say no doesn't mean no. Yeah, so Jen and I created a mantra um, so early on in the business, probably around the time when DVF told us, no, don't come to my office, or no, I don't want to be your partner, um, that it just meant not right now. And we would say to each other uh, constantly, Jen and I, you know, no doesn't mean no, it means not right now. Because like almost every designer that we work with now said no 10 times before they said yes. And what we started to realize is it was the beginning of building a relationship with these brands. It wasn't something that was going to happen overnight. I think this is an industry that is, you need to be patient with. It's taken a long time for many of these brands to build their brands. And it's not a fast moving or fast-changing industry. When we started Rent the Runway, fashion had only just gone online a couple years earlier. So the fact that we were asking brands to put their product online, but also to rent their product, like that was a big step. We realized that we needed to crawl, then walk, then run. And it feels great to not be at a place where we're, we're able to run and brands are approaching us. What was it like to step away? Now it's it feels like a really great balance. I'm really happy with my new role. Um, you know, I felt good at the time that I left that Jen was very supported with an amazing executive team around her, and they are all still there, and they're fantastic. Um, you know, many of them I helped hire. I helped 
bring on and onboard and they had been there for over a year by the time that I, I wound up moving to my next role. Um, the company was at a, a EBITDA positive position when I left. To care so much about the business but to know that it was in a really good place um, felt felt good, felt right. Um, and I think Jen and I have also, again, because of the open, honest conversations we've had, we've always been very clear that I'm a serial entrepreneur and I love the earliest stages of starting a business and I will constantly continue to have new ideas every day and every week and every month and that at some point I was going to go do it all over again and that I would want to do that. Um, and likewise, Jen has always said to me that she always wanted to be CEO of Rent the Runway and she wants to grow this business and scale it and make it into a $50 billion business and is, you know, we've said those consistent things all along. So I don't think it was shocking because we'd always had these really open conversations. And now it's a great balance. You know, I get to start a new company innovating within the world's largest retailer, which is amazing and a great platform and working with and building a new team. Um, but I'm still on the board of Rent the Runway and I'm still get to feel connected to this other piece of, of a company that's still a part of me in many ways. Jet Black is a new venture. What motivates you to be in startup mode again? I love startup mode. Call me kind of masochistic because it is a bit for but starting Jet Black um, has been a really dream opportunity. You know, I've gotten to focus on the consumer problem at hand and leverage a lot of infrastructure from Walmart. So the way that um, my business is set up, we use the finance systems, the HR systems, real estate teams, legal teams, you know, working on patents, all the kind of back office infrastructure stuff. For me, at least, interesting, but wasn't always as fun as solving the consumer issue. So it just lets us move a lot faster, let alone once we have technology and a product that resonates with consumers and has that product market fit, to think of this huge platform that we have to roll that out on is really fantastic. And at the end of the day, I think the work in finding ways to innovate within the world's largest retailer is something that many large corporations need to figure out how to do. Um, Fortune 50 companies, Fortune 500 companies all need to find ways to innovate. But one of the biggest reasons I'm glad that I, I started Jet Black and did it all again is I've now realized how much I've learned. Uh, you know, I you're just going one foot in front of the next as an entrepreneur. And now to go back and kind of revisit, oh, I've been there before and that muscle memory and to share those stories with, with your team as you go through it again is, is really special. It's the best finance advice you've ever received. Well, I used to say that I was a risk averse person because when we started Rent the Runway, I did want to raise venture capital funding and I wanted to do that before giving up the other job that I had teed up. And um, Marla Beck of Blue Mercury reminded me that actually being an entrepreneur is the most risk averse role and job you have because you're betting on yourself. Like you're putting all of your money on, on yourself. And so if you trust yourself, um, then that's kind of the best way to protect your money. So I think to kind of back your own dollar is really good financial advice. Um, and, and related to that, whether it's working on a part of your business or with your own money, always understand what you're either investing in or what part of the business you're overseeing because everything is it's is possible to understand and i think often people whether it's putting their money in in a commodity or a vehicle that they don't fully understand or outsourcing a piece of their business that they think is beyond their you know sphere and scope of work um, that's where i think things can go wrong and we saw it really early stages at rent the runway i think it applies for finances and investing as well how has wealth changed your life i think that wealth and money is a way of reducing stress that's how i think of it um, it's you know if i can be less stressed every day because i hire extra childcare and help. Um, if I can use money to help book a vacation that otherwise I wouldn't have had time to plan because I don't have time in, in the day, um, 
that is helpful and most meaningful to me. You know, at, at the moment with three children, like I have a lot of help at home and I was able to go back and take on this new role um, because I was able to hire an additional person to help out at, at home. And that was really meaningful in my life. Um, so, so that's what's important to me is how can it be used to reduce stress? And how come philanthropy is important to you? You know, philanthropy is something that I think can really drive innovation and change in our world. And so if I think of Project Entrepreneur, the ambition behind it was to really empower other women who are going after their dreams in the way that Jen and I were when we started Rent the Runway, but who might not have the same network or the same resources. And I think in doing that, we expose other problems and opportunities for solutions that can make other great businesses exist in this world. So that's how Project Entrepreneur is doing it. I think philanthropy in general is a way of empowering various groups of people and whether that's going after their dreams or it's solving problems. But the passion and energy that you see from both the people who are recipients of the grants and um, and awards or, or funds, as well as the people who work on it, they build a special bond. And I think real greatness is created when you have people coming together around a common cause. And so that is in common with all philanthropy and I think it's, is what excites me about philanthropy and entrepreneurship. Time now for your secrets. I'm Jenny Fleiss, co-founder and CEO of Jet Black, also co-founder of Rent the Runway. My money secret is hiding boxes from my husband when I shop, but also Jet Black, the new personal shopping service over text message that I recently built, which lets me buy things very efficiently and provides amazing recommendations all over text message. This episode was produced by Tanya Bustos with special help from J.R. Whalen. John Wardock is the executive producer of WSJ Podcasts. I'm Veronica Dagger. Thanks for listening. What's your secret? Let us know. Write podcasts at DowJones.com or on Twitter. Use hashtag Secrets of Wealthy Women. This episode is brought to you by Charles Schwab. Decisions made in Washington can affect your portfolio every day. But what policy changes should investors be watching? Washington Wise is an original podcast for investors from Charles Schwab that unpacks the stories making news in Washington and how they may affect your finances and portfolio. Listen at schwab.com slash Washington Wise.